0: Hello, people, and thank you for joining me and my friends on the Game Files podcast. My name is Matthew, and I will be hosting discussions on all things dice throwing, button mashing, page turning, and screen viewing from the past, present, and future of those things that occupy our spare time. Welcome back to the show. Today we have a special uh, post-Thanksgiving show. Uh, We will be talking about 80s cartoons and, you know, the possible effects on our imaginations and lives. Today we have with us the ever-present Redis.
1: Hello, people. Good we have
0: good. we have Mad Marty. Good.
2: Happy weekend to you all.
0: Happy weekend. And we didn't come up with a new name yet, so we'll just stick with Bewitched.
2: Sure. Sounds good.
0: So today we're going to talk about uh, 80s cartoons, probably getting to the early 90s as well. Definitely some good ones out there, some sleepers that a lot of people may not have uh, seen or heard of uh, that you might want to get on the, the interwebs and check out. You know, I got I definitely have a few of those. So I'm going to go ahead and kick this off to Raidus because we talked about this the most, I would say, as far as planning. So Raidus, tell us a little bit about your childhood and your, your morning, afternoon, Saturday morning cartoon special
1: deal. Well, uh, see, I have a four-year-old younger sister. My morning, Saturday mornings were kind of split up. So I had to give up a couple cartoons so she could watch her stuff. So, you know, whatever. It's garbage. So, you know. I was forced to watch the stuff like the Shira ra and, and gummy bears, which wasn't a bad cartoon, but
0: I can sing that entire have, song acapella. I'm just saying.
1: Yeah. But again, it's, it's one of those, you got three channels of cartoons and you got this three hour block and it's like, okay, so we're going to watch this cartoon at this hour. And it's like, oh crap, there's two at this hour. Uh, but Jessica wants to watch that one. So we got to watch this one. I definitely grew up turtles. Obviously the real ghostbusters was huge for me. Um, which it took me for a long time to understand why they call it the real Ghostbusters, which is a completely uh,
0: more into adulthood as far as that one goes.
1: Uh, oh yeah, figuring out that yeah. Um, but then like stuff that my sister that we watched because my sister was a little bit younger, but stuff like Muppet Babies, still only being like to the current is '84, so I'm only really six, but probably more when I was like eight. So it wasn- really wasn't you know the GI Joe and all that that most little boys are watching, but it was still a really good cartoon had a lot of just interesting. And really promoted imagination, which I think a lot of cartoons have really gotten away from. You know, and it's the cartoon is just all kinds of garbages going on or and interesting stuff. And it's always just in their little room with whatever little toys they've got. And it's, I don't know. Looking back, I think that just is a, a huge thing that current society has missed where it's, it doesn't need to be big and flashy. It's just very simple, you know, kids playing in their, their room but with their imagination.
0: A side note on Muppet Babies. I, and I don't know if this, this is an accurate claim, but I had ne- I have never seen in another I show, cartoon, anything, live-action scenes of Star Wars besides actual Star Wars movies. And in the Muppet Babies, the original ones, they had Star Wars stuff and Indiana Jones and all that all the time, which I thought oh, yeah. was awesome. So yep. that, that's what kept me into it. Whatever. Well, then
1: they get, it goes back to the kids imagining, and they were taking, you know, whatever stuff they had and turning it into these grand adventures based off other things that they had seen, so
0: hey, you know, when the world looks kind of weird and you wish that you weren't there, just close your eyes and make believe and you can be anywhere. That's going to happen a lot. Yeah,
2: the eighty The the 80s, 80s and 90s definitely had a lot of cartoons that had those memorable songs like that, things like that that you can't stop yourself from finishing.
1: What's your favorite cartoon theme song since Matthew sang his?
0: That's not my favorite.
1: Yeah, Okay. I'd have to think about that.
2: Oh, gosh. <laughs> Was that aimed towards me?
0: Well, I mean, he, 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 did, he did just say that. But, well, uh, let's, yeah. let's just talk about, <laughs> yeah, for, before we get to that, let's, let's just talk that. about, like, you know, experiences, you know, early, early childhood experiences, waking up in the morning, coming home from school, you know, that kind of thing, watching, watching cartoons. What are your good memories and, and takeaways from that?
3: You know, cartoons have always been present in my life. They just always seem to have been there. So, for me, it's more of a generational thing. With each particular block between the years, you know, early on it was the He-Man phase and then turned into the Transformer phase, and then Transformers kind of disappeared, and then it was Thundercats, Silverhawks, and then it moved on to Ninja Turtles. But uh, going back, some of the earliest memories that I had, uh, my buddy Marcus, he goes by DJ Special Apps, um, but... He used to scream to the top of his lungs by the power of Gray Skull. And I remember for the longest time his parents actually despised him saying that. It was because they were very staunch Catholic. <laughs> and and they had, uh, it was kind of like a uh, jab at the faith or something. But, you know, a little kid's not going to understand that. It was like he was doing it for Weeks and months, and then one day it wasn't okay, you know?
0: Listen, man, he had the Power Sword. It's an unholy relic. It is what it is.
3: <laughs> and he was holding the Power Sword, too. And he would repeat phrases that he would hear on the show. I remember we were literally playing in the sandbox, so that's what he would do. He would just jump up and down and yell, by the power of Call over and over again. And his mom would get, re- Bob and dad would really get upset about it. It just earliest memories of cartoons, you know, and uh, I remember I got to see the very first episode of G.I. Joe, which came on primetime, I believe. Oh. It, was right around my, it was right around my third or fourth birthday. And then I also remember uh, the very first episode of Transformers. But going back to uh, our Saturday mornings, for my older brother and I, it was actually an event. We used to get a uh, kind of a TV guide uh, (laughs) that came with the the local newspaper every week. Yeah. And what he would do, I'm dead serious, he would open it up and take out a highlighter and plan out which shows we planned to watch for Saturday morning cartoons. Because there wasn't anything such as DVR back then. Heck, even back then, it was even before VCRs. Yeah. So there was no recording at all. You really had to map out the stuff.
0: Yeah, but, and if, and uh, if you missed it, you missed it. That's just the way it was. Correct. Oh, yeah.
3: But uh, that, that's really how it went down, went down my early years. So, yeah, with that being said, go ahead and take a crack, bewitched.
0: Yeah, since you're the, 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 <laughs> the young lass of the group.
2: I, I guess so, sure. Um, so I don't actually remember, like, any set time. You know, I always hear about people on on Saturday morning, they came down, they got their cereal and they sat and watched cartoons. I remember um, getting to watch cartoons whenever par- my parents would allow me to watch cartoons. Most of the times, they'd kick me out outside, and we'd, I'd go play with my brother and his friends, and you know, play with monster trucks in the dirt and whatnot. But um, I just remember just like like just snippets. I, mean, as, um, I think I was talking to you guys earlier about. I don't even, like, when I was trying to think of some of the cartoons I watched as a kid, I couldn't think of anything. But as soon as I started looking at them, am like, oh, yeah, I remember watching, you know, Rugrats and, and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and DuckTales and all these other things. And I don't remember an actual set time that I would watch them. And I just re- remember just the feeling of, of watching them where it's, it's just lighthearted and it's fun and you kind of, you know, get out of that that reality for a
0: while and it's just well and and when you were in like the prime time of cartoon watching there was a lot of disney cartoons at that time because you you talked about ducktales i mean you know you had your ducktales your tailspin your chippendale rescue rangers blah blah you know on and on and on and on and i mean when when i watched those i enjoyed them but i was getting to be just a hair just a hair too old for that and I mean, I'd still watch it because it's cartoons, and you know, it's it's not Mash. Are you kidding but
1: me? Darkwing Duck is fantastic, and Tail I didn't Spin say it wasn't, it-
0: and I didn't say they weren't. I'm just saying the 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 pure joy of it was just a, just starting to go away. That and you know, like I, yeah. in my in my household, if we weren't watching Mash or. Or some kind of court TV, not court TV, but like uh, Matlock. Uh, yeah, something. <laughs> you know, you know, some kind of a uh, true crimeish back then stuff. It, 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 you know, Darkwing it Duck, in,
3: true crime. True, <laughs> true crime. <laughs> e- well, you had more cartoons available throughout the course of the day when we when we were younger. You had three set times. You had before school, after school, and Saturday morning. That's it. Generally speaking, Cartoon Network did not exist yet.
0: I don't think I, I haven't done the research, yeah. but I'm sure it didn't exist. Yeah. No, it I, didn't, it's, and, and it's
2: amazing. I know that I'm not much younger than you guys, and it's just amazing how much those few years can make such a big difference in your experience.
3: Right,
1: it's well, yeah.
0: very. And well, and just until like- we talk about toys, I'm just saying we'll get to that. Yeah, <laughs> <That's> like- <laughs> between the
1: age of like six and ten, it was huge to be at home, and it would always suck if you'd have homework. You knew you get home three, three thirty, four o'clock, somewhere along there, and you had till five. At five, all of your stuff went off TV. All the the parents' stuff came on TV, and it's like, all right, so you want to watch any cartoons? You had that until about five o'clock. And if you had homework, and it's going to take you to pass that, you didn't get to watch cartoons. At least not in my household. Didn't get to watch cartoons that day.
0: Yeah. So, so (laughs) my experience with cartoons. So I, for the majority of my childhood. I lived in BFE. Uh, It's just the way I lived in a 10-house neighborhood. Um, Didn't have a whole lot of people around, kids, that kind of thing at all. Here's the problem with living that far out is that I lived that far out, and I was the last stop and the first stop on the bus routes. So going going to school, I was the first stop. So I didn't get to watch a lot of cartoons in the morning. And on the way home, I was the last stop. So... I didn't get to watch a lot of cartoons in the afternoon. So I would get home and, you know, like an hour is already done or whatever. And, and my parents weren't big on making us do homework right away. We were, they were just like, as long as you keep getting it done, you're good. Do it on your own time. So I did get to watch it, but I, I always missed, I would always miss cartoons. And most of the time they were the ones I wanted to see, you know, or, or I'd come in right at the tail end and it'd be like, you know, almost like a dun-dun-dun, and then it was just over. And I'm like, oh! So, yeah. Yep. Thanks, Mom and Dad, for moving me out to the middle of nowhere with a cornfield on one side, forest preserve on two others, and airport property on the, the final side. So I love my parents, yeah. so they're awesome.
3: Okay. Kind of going back to be which point, uh, early before we started talking um, offline, she had mentioned Nick and Knight. Eventually, when Cablevision, you know, cable TV came up, it expanded the horizon a little bit, and you got a little bit more uh, children's programming from Nickelodeon. But again, the thing would switch off at whatever time it was, 8, 9 o'clock, and it would switch. Well, the first few years, it was BET. And then after that, they, after a couple of years, they got into Nick at Night. And I thought it was just such a drag. I was not a fan of... Mr. Ed or Donna Reed or whatever the heck was going on at that hour. I was a much simpler creature back then.
0: Well, you were just one. Of, you were one of the only one of us that had a Nintendo too.
3: I'm just saying. Yeah, this kind of a predates the Nintendo thing too, but we'll, we'll talk about that on another podcast. Oh well,
1: yeah, that's why I said yeah, because NES. You know, we're talking eighty five, eighty six. Most of us probably got it somewhere between eighty five and eighty seven. I think I, I think I got ours in 86 for Christmas, but yeah, so anything before that was definitely cartoons.
3: Yeah, even I was a second-gen player, so, but the NES actually really kind of kicked duck, DuckTales into high gear for me. Oh, yeah. It would, I mean, I don't want to get too far off track, but compared, I know you guys like the Disney cartoons, but at that point, like, Matt, uh, like uh, Matthew was saying, the interest was kind of dipping at that point. None of the other Disney cartoons quite got up to the level of DuckTales. It just didn't for me. Tailspoon was about as close as it got, but I, I just didn't enjoy them as much.
0: But that's only because of Shere Khan. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm a big fan of Tigers. So Shere Khan was awesome. It, oh, it, I'm sorry. It is what it is. That
1: whole that whole cartoon and looking back now. Pirates. Air popular, Pirates. Yeah. Yeah, being as popular as Steampunk is now, it's like, yeah. Oh, that was, yeah. That was probably one of my favorites. That was a cartoon that. I hated to miss. That was always a cartoon when getting home from school and be like, all right, turn it on. It's like, ah, 10 minutes, it's, it's over. Oh, That was the one cartoon I can remember that always. Could you imagine if they made a the game
3: but. based off of Tailspin? Made a what now? Made a modern video game based
1: off of Tailspin.
3: And your business was like
1: higher oh for higher. Gosh, dude, I don't even know. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about that after because I think there was a tailspin video game, but no, no, we'll talk we're, about we're talking about podcast. like
0: next gen. I'm assuming is what you're saying.
1: Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah.
0: So, <laughs> so I mean, as far as the the cartoons go, you know, we you know, we obviously you know have our had our you know mornings and afternoons set. Saturday mornings definitely set, where you're like, I'm actually gonna wake up early so I can watch everything. Because that was the only time. Yep. We, well, for me, anyways, that was the only time I got to do it. Um, so are there any sleeper cartoons that, you know, maybe a little more obscure that um, was either wasn't on very long, was on a weird time? Uh, maybe uh, and, uh, like for me, there were a couple of times I'd be out of town on a vacation or like I'd stay in a cottage. Uh, my family had a cottage in Wisconsin and they'd play different cartoons. A, a few different ones than, than what right. we got here. Um, any experiences with that? That uh, anybody wants to talk about, like a sleeper, like something maybe I'll really let, good or, or just just different.
3: I'll let you guys talk about this first because that can go on for a while.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> got. Well, mine's mine's pretty easy, and I think it's got a better cult following now. But when I was a kid, um, my parents were huge into like Monty Python and all of the British comedy Doctor Who so watching all of those there was a British cartoon called Danger Mouse for early early 80s and there's
0: a remake of and, it
1: now yeah, yeah that's why I say it's got a little bit more popular now because it has been remade but I grew up watching that, and that was another one of those cartoons that I hated to miss but those were, I think were only on like Friday nights I think it was like Danger Mouse and something else and then Doctor Who every Friday um, there was, uh, was just... Danger
3: Mouse uh, Count Duckua I believe that was the same uh, animation company. That was late uh, Nickelodeon stuff.
1: No, Danger Mouse is from BBC. Oh, so. yeah, but
0: it was Nickelodeon at one point. That's
1: probably true. It may have, yeah. yeah. But when I watched it, it was on PBS because it was the only channel that would show BBC stuff. Nice. Because there was no BBC America at the time. So that was the one. So Dan- Danger sleeper Mouse one. is a good
0: one. Yeah, I mean, because that, that's yeah. kind of a sleeper. I mean, it's it's yep. and pretty it's another popular one that- these
1: days, but... As a kid, it sparked imagination because, you know, we have a mouse and uh, a hamster. I think it was a hamster. No, he's not a hamster. He's something else. Uh, pinwheel. Uh, but they went on all these little adventures and fighting all these, again, kind of like the DuckTales thing. All the enemies, you know, are, are other small animals. So, again, a very imaginative cartoon that, you know, I know me and my sister play quite a, quite a bit of Danger Mouse with just random toys. So.
0: Oh, yeah. So, Bewitched. Any sleeper cartoons, something that maybe wasn't mainstream or, you know, that kind of thing?
2: So this is one, obviously, I think everybody's heard of. You know, everybody's heard of this one. I'm sure you guys didn't watch it as much as I did. Um, Rainbow Bright. It wasn't on very long. And I don't remember actually watching it on TV. I remember having a VHS where I would actually have to put in the, the tape to watch it. Um, but I was slightly obsessed with rainbow bright for a little while. Um, had the little, you know, starlight, you know, horse toy that I'd hang out. With. Um, strawberry shortcake. You know, I was very into little, the little girl stuff, you know, I'm sure well, you guys you're a girl. love, strawberry. I, I, I am. Yes, I am actually a girl. So I did like all the little girl stuff. Um, but those are ones that not a lot of people really talk about much. Um, and what was really cool? It's um, kind of been off into the toys a little bit, but all the rainbow or all the uh, strawberry shortcake toys smelled like fruit, and I thought that was the yep. coolest thing ever. Like little strawberry shortcake smelled like strawberry, the blueberry one smelled like blueberry. It was the weirdest thing, but it was the coolest thing ever. That is and
1: awesome. on toys talks, if you have one that still has the the smell, they're ridiculous too.
0: Oh, I, so, yeah, for sure. Yeah.
1: Again, I get a younger sister so yeah watch Rainbow Bride, watch Strawberry Shortcake all that as well.
0: So I'll I'll yeah. go ahead and go next because I I know Marty's probably going to go on a 30 minute tangent that I'm going to edit down to 2 minutes. Um <laughs> I'm kidding man. I'll edit it down to 3 minutes. That being said, no the one one of the ones that that got to me and now this and I I'd have to look up the the actual year that it came out. Um uh, but it was in Humanoids. Um, basically the the general premise of it and, I, and I'm gonna probably botch this so you know interwebs, if you are like, Ugh, he's stupid. he doesn't even know what he's talking. I don't. This is when I was a child trying to remember it 30 some years later. But anyways, um, there are these people uh, that discovered these essentially giant demonic creatures in the I don't know if it was in the core of the earth or just deep inside the earth. And they were creepy as all heck. One of them would, like, capture people and, and store them in his rib cage. I mean, this is a children's, I'm putting this in quotes, uh, cartoon. And there was one that was, like, he was some kind of dragon dragony skull-looking weird thing that he would, in, in my imagination, uh, he would stab his finger into, like, a person's chest and turn them into this, like, undead zombie thing and it was weird like it was really weird and i remember watching it and like and again you know where were my parents during all during all of this stuff but i mean it was just so much in
1: matlock <laughs> yeah.
0: really watching mash <laughs> hey i like mash by the way um i do too but that but that being said it was like it was just so crazy and years later um you know when the when uh, Internet video is a thing, you know, whether it be YouTube or just being able to find stuff. Um, I I I couldn't even remember the name of it, the the Inhumanoids thing. So um, finally, I was able to get some clips of it. I'm like, that's the show, that's the show, because it was just, and even today, like watching it, it is just disturbing. And and I want them to do a remake of that, like anime style, and put it on, you know, Netflix or something. I would watch that because that they could probably do something pretty crazy with that in a more adult setting so so that's my obscure one marty what do you got
3: well kind of piggybacking off what you were just saying uh matthew you know cartoons back in those days were directly linked to a lot of their toy lines the success of the toy line was oftentimes uh measured the success of the actual cartoon well how how popular the toy line made a difference as to whether or not the show was out for one season or three or four seasons and I remember the, the more unusual or freakier the content, the more it kind of disturbed me. Even Thundercats, had, you know, with Mumra and some of the other villains in there, it was a little bit stronger visual content for a young kid. You know, watching that, watching that kind of stuff. And Humanoids was definitely another one. But then there was Spiral Zone.
0: <laughs> I don't remember that one.
3: Oh, I'd recommend that you look it up. Uh, basically, the premise was—it was my first exposure to a uh, post-apocalyptic scenario in a cartoon. Huh? And the—the the premise was this uh, guy by the name of Overlord created these uh, devices that put forth this mind-control energy or mist or something. And the bad guys all had these orange patches of bacteria growing on their faces. <laughs> what? Yeah, that sounds disturbing. What the heck? It, it was it was disturbing. Was this it, on it's, regular
0: it's, Was this regular television or was this cable?
3: It it was it was regular uh, local television, but it was a, it was one of those before school ones, so it was a very easy one to miss. Okay. Oftentimes we were already at school, but. Uh, I, I would definitely recommend looking that one up. Uh, but Visionaries was another one. Yep. I remember bad guy using the power of decay, and some poor guy that rebelled against him turns him into an old, old man.
0: That's great. Yeah. So they, didn't quite kill him. Just took eight, yeah. you know, 80 years off his life. <laughs>
3: there were there were a lot of cartoons that had some minor, minorly disturbing images imagery in it. And it always kind of stuck out at me. So those are the ones that really stuck at me, stuck out at me the most. In Humanoids, Visionaries, and uh, Spiral Zone. Nice. They were, they were by no means the most popular, but it stuck out.
0: That's and cool. a, lot of them
3: had, a lot of them had some good action figures, And Humanoids especially. They, those were pretty big back in the day. And then you uh, also had uh, Bravestar, which was also had some pretty good uh, action figures. That was a weird You'll- one.
0: Yeah. I mean, I can think of dozens of obscure cartoons that, that popped in and out uh, different. And, and, I, and some of them, I remember, like, I couldn't even remember the title. But if I ever saw the scene again, I would, I'd remember it. With, with all of the, the cartoons that, that have existed, you know, especially in the 80s, that was kind of the heyday of creative animation, where they really, it, a lot of stuff was brand new. A lot of stuff uh, had, you know, they were trying different styles and uh, different stories, and, and that being said, so I'm going to kind of give give you all a little bit of a time. I'll, I'll start on this one, but what is your favorite uh, cartoon series, right, from the – we'll start from the 80s. I mean, we can expand out a little bit later in case that's where we need to go. Um, I will say mine personally um, is it was G.I. Joe because I was raised in a – family that, you know, bad guys were bad guys and you needed to, you know, beat them up and fight, you know, fight them and and that kind of thing. Um, My dad was was in the Army uh, during Vietnam. Uh, Thankfully, he did not go to Vietnam, but that's beside the point. You know, so we were a patriotic family. Like, our roots in America go way, way, way back. It was one of those shows that, like, I would watch it, my sister would watch it, my older sister, my mother would watch it with me. Uh, my dad would watch it if he happened to be home at that time, and it was just like a cool show where it was, you know, it, it was very cut and dry, good guys versus bad guys, and you know, very pro America. But yeah, GI Joe was mine. So, uh, Radius, what do you got?
1: Uh, mine's actually two. So, and it just—I
0: don't remember that cartoon too. What is that? Yeah, <laughs> um,
1: yeah. So, um, the first one was the Real Ghostbusters.
0: That is an excellent so I love cartoon. The movie
1: fell in love with the movie cartoon is just the extension of the movie um, dark content yeah go, real ghost yeah. Watch yep. either. um and then of and, course and, and i'm one... gonna stop you
0: really quick for those listening if you haven't listened to our last two podcasts we talk a lot about ghosts okay continue
1: <laughs> self-promotion um and then the <laughs> other one that came out about a year later uh was tmnt Oh yeah, the turtles.
0: That's a good one. Uh, yeah, That's those those, those
1: two cartoons. Yeah, those are the two cartoons that I tried to watch. If, if there was, if they were on Saturday mornings, that was cartoon. I didn't care. You know, that'd be the one where yeah, I would make my sister cry. Don't care. But luckily, the real Ghostbuster. She's at least from what I remember, she enjoyed. She may have just kind of spaced out. I don't know. Um, and then turtles were on in the afternoon, so I got to watch that because most of the time I'd had my homework done before you know, it's, would, or,
3: it's funny that you say that, Auretus. Because both of those had incredibly successful toy lines. I and mean, you know you have oh, yeah. a real one when you have four to ten different versions of the same action figure. Which we both know that Turtles had, you know, definitely met that, that quota. But yeah. you might forget that real Ghostbusters actually met that same quota as well.
1: Go all ahead. The different I, I had the, the, the Fire Station. I had the Ecto-1. I had the Ecto-2. I had... Multiple different versions of the Ghostbusters, uh, all the the what were they the like scared stiff or something like that where they all you did something and they would do some exaggerated scared. Whether I think it was Egon's head jumped up and made his mouth real big because he got scared. Yeah, that was a good figure.
0: (laughs) Yep. Did you have the giant Slimer?
1: I don't think I had the giant slimer. I know I had a ton of slime, right. which was disgusting. And, and
0: ecto cooler. I'm sorry. All the way into college, I was still drinking that garbage.
1: Oh yeah, yep. Uh, here recently because didn't they re-release it like five or ten years ago?
0: They did. And there's a recipe <laughs> that we will try for a, uh, a an inebriated movie night, or Ooh, whatever we okay. calling it. it. That that is amazing that I saw, and it and and I'm there all the stuff that they're talking about putting into it. I'm like, that actually sounds delicious. Okay. So
1: we'll talk about that because I, I already have an idea for that. So Okay. So anyway, sorry. Sorry. sorry.
0: So so so, be, so Bewitched, what do you got?
2: So I I've never been good at ranking things. Like I have I, I, I can never pick my favorite because I'm so fickle that my favorites always change.
0: It's true, she is fickle.
2: So I am incredibly fickle. So uh, some of the ones that I I remember the most. I remember watching the most as a kid, and don't laugh at me. I always like the kind of goofy, you know, lighthearted ones. So um, the ones that I remember the most. I think I already, I already mentioned Rainbow Bright, obviously. Um, Inspector Gadget.
0: Okay, I'm gonna stop you right there. I okay. love, Inspe- I love Inspector Gadget. That, it remind my, my grandfather, my mom's dad. Loved Inspector Gadget and like, so, so, so Infec- keep going, keep going.
2: Yeah, so Inspector Gadget is like, he made me want to be, <laughs> <laughs> he made me want to be in, in, actually an actual inventor. And I realized very quickly I'm not imaginative enough. You could for, be Penny, be-
1: <laughs> you could be Penny.
2: I could be, yeah.
1: yeah. The only reason that Inspector Gadget even survives, <laughs> my brother and and Jeff would sandwich.
3: be a uh, brain. <laughs> My brother was actually convinced that the that the chief was Doctor Claw. I could,
0: you know, that's a good fan theory.
3: Because all those messages that was self destruct.
0: I mean, it could be. You know, that's I love. I do love old fa- or fan theories on old cartoons. So, so we got Inspector Gadget. I, Did you have another uh, in, one?
2: Yeah, Inspector Gadget. Um, Smurfs. <laughs> I, friend,
0: Smurfs one. are great.
2: I, I love the Smurfs, and this is one that I remember Smurf. really, the other one I really enjoyed watching, and don't, again, this is the one, don't judge me. Captain Planet. Uh, He's a hero. He is a hero. <laughs> Gonna
0: take pollution down to zero.
1: Yeah,
2: that's horrible.
1: That one I can never stand. Captain
0: the power is yours.
2: Captain <laughs> Planet.
0: <laughs> so, before we move on to your Marty, powers combined.
1: Yeah. Try to kill this. Um, You mentioned the Smurfs.
2: Wait a minute.
0: Are you pro-pollution, Ray?
1: I'm pro-pollution, 100%. So we're all here. We all agree that Smurfs is great. What is our opinions on Smurf Underwater, a.k.a. Snorks?
2: Snorks. I remember watching the Snorks. I don't remember much about it, but I do remember enjoying
0: it. I'm in the same place, and I think that was at one of those times. I, I don't think I ever got to watch it unless I was sick. Snorks,
1: yeah. I don't. I, I remember watching it, but I don't remember much about it. Yeah. Whereas the Smurfs were, you know, I remember several episodes of the Smurfs quite vividly. So la, I just la, so I had la, to May uh, say the cartoon's good, but that song is still annoying.
3: Smurfs and Snorks were part of that hand of our bear, and they came out with so much stuff back in the day. You, could, you want to talk about obscure cartoons, Hanna-Barbera was loaded with them. Yeah. Uh, and going back to my original favorite, one is obviously Transformers. I, I don't want to get in a big old conversation about that.
0: That, that could be, be a whole podcast in and of itself, and I'm writing it down now.
3: The other, and this is more in the 90s, but I didn't realize it was such a phenomenon back then. Surprisingly, it just kind of snuck up on me, was Batman the Animated Series.
0: Yeah, that's, like the, and again, that's probably getting towards the end of our, our range, but yes, that was I, an excellent series.
3: Well, I didn't really appreciate it as much at the time, because that was the same time that the X-Men series came out, and that was all about the X-Men back then, but when you compare them side by side, and even against, say, uh, Spider-Man the Animated Series, I honestly think Batman the Animated Series was better.
0: It, it, it trumps both ways. It was rough in the beginning, but it because the other I would say the other shows were their their intro episodes kind of got them into it a little better but the um and I um the once it got started yeah Batman all the way because and it holds what? up I can still watch it today and it holds up it's pretty amazing right.
3: it, it, it created a whole mythos yeah and I didn't realize it at the time you know of course how could you
0: we talked about favorite cartoons You know, we talked about obscure cartoons, and I know that they're doing a lot of uh, remakes or reimaginings of cartoons, um, which we can kind of talk about that in a moment. But what is a cartoon that you would like them to do a reboot of? And if they do a reboot, in what style? Because you got to kind of think about that, too. We don't just want random reboots and it's it looks like, you know, uh, Powderpuff Girls or whatever, like. Unless it's right. done well, but you get what I'm saying. So is there any uh, cartoons that we've you know, that you loved or or you would love to see a remake of and, and kind of what, what would be the style and what would be the well even the tone. Like what would the tone of it be?
2: So, I'm just gonna put this out there.
0: Rainbow bright? I think I, are
2: No, I yeah. am very anti remake oh. of a lot of things. Just like they they ruined Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, they ruined they ruined Ghostbusters. They ruined so many different things. With the the last one.
0: Oh, you're talking about the. the oh my gosh. The okay. okay. like yeah,
2: when yeah. they actually started going into movies. It's like whenever they try to remake a classic, they never do it justice. And I enjoy going back and watching the originals because they were so well done the first time. Okay. That was my two cents.
0: So there's no there's no cartoons you'd like to see redone?
2: Yeah, I'm just looking back, trying to think of anything that... There's no, really nothing that I would like them to remake. Well,
0: we'll, we'll get on the remakes here in a minute, the ones that have been done. But, yeah, yeah. Marty, you're, you're speaking up. What do you got?
2: I kind of have to
3: go with her on this one. I'm, I'm not a huge fan of remakes. I didn't really go out and watch uh, the new He-Man, the new Ninja Turtles series, uh, although I, I heard I the new
0: Thundercats was the, the new or whatever the version was, yeah, I heard it was decent.
1: It was decent.
3: The the problem is it's a retelling of old stories. Even even the old the new uh, Transformers stuff, I still kind of struggle with a little bit. Although the most recent Transformer series that went on Netflix is a fairly decent translation, and I can bear that a little bit better. Typically, I like to see something in a new medium, like a like a video game or some, or maybe move something to live action or take a live action and make it animated, believe it or not. I'll give you an example. One thing that I really did enjoy was when, going back to DuckTales again, they took DuckTales and they did a remake of the original NES game and put it on the 360. Yeah. But it was so well done with the original voice cast, it actually played out like a, like a long DuckTales episode. Mm-hmm. That's the kind of stuff that I tend to like a little bit more when it comes to remakes and stuff. The only other exception uh, that I can think of with uh, remakes, and I might have mentioned this earlier, was the uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles versus Batman. That was pretty cool. That
0: was a, that was a very entertaining. Yeah. So so this, Ray, is any any remakes out there? Because we'll we'll get we'll get uh, to ones that have been made here shortly.
1: Yeah, there's probably two. Just kind of thinking about them, um, I. I would love to see an updated Tailspin and go a little bit darker. Um, <laughs> well, maybe not
0: darker, Shere Khan
1: but murders everyone. No, but maybe just be a little bit more serious. You know, not when it Did came he, out. You that do you want to talk about dark? That can go in so many
3: different directions.
1: I know. That's what I say. Tailspin, you know, is obviously the, the the you know the after school, you know, marketed and written all that for ten year old, ten to twelve year old. I'd and like I to see know. them maybe market that to like an 18 to 27 year old. You know, so it's a it's still a cartoon but has it's a little like I said, dark is the term but I, I'm not talking like, you know, blues uh, an alcoholic or anything like that but just <laughs> a little bit more. He's an alcoholic more. that
0: his children yeah. all got killed in the fire.
1: Yeah. And I think they could do it where they, it would still be, I'd like to see it still be, you know, genuine to the original but like I said, updated and it's hard to explain it's like darker is the direction i want to go but like i said not death and decay and like this is not a child friendly cartoon right and then the other one that i would love to see done in a good animation style is the super mario brothers cartoon i would like them to done as you know a 30 minute episodic with good animation not the you know 10 minute shorts that it was in the super mario brothers show
0: my daughter but then, and then actually that
1: show, though yeah and then well i if we all do if we all group i up just i'd like to see that one done you know and do it in the way that all these other cartoons have done where there is some kind of a story arc over some kind of a 20 episode season instead of just being oh they're in iceland and koopa's trying to you know 10 minutes later after, after slapstick which was great for when it came out, but if you are talking about remake, something I'd like to see, I'd like to see that one a little bit more. Raiders so makes a good point.
0: Would John there. Leguizamo play the voice of Luigi no. no,
1: no, no?
3: <laughs> Raiders makes a good point there, and it's actually kind of making me rethink the remake thing a little bit. I guess I don't want a rehashing of old storyline, but if you were to either expand, like Transformers, kind of did the prequel thing. But uh, one thing that uh, even cartoons are better at these days, because even TV shows back in these old days weren't good about long-term story arcs. Yeah, they were just kind of random episodes all over the place.
0: But that's because, but, as we talked about earlier, you didn't have DVR and you you didn't have the ability to record, so they had right. to, they had to be played as individuals. Otherwise, you're going to lose an audience.
1: Yeah, because if you miss an episode on Tuesday and you pick it up on Wednesday, and all of a sudden a character missing an arm, or you know a character's not there whatever, it's like, I don't know what's going on and you're going to lose half your audience. Yeah. So, if not more, real quick. Yeah,
3: Yeah, I don't want remix, but if you gave me like a, like a sequel or even a prequel, I could probably live with that. That's fair. Or maybe, uh, stand a standalone on other adventures but still faithful to the original source material. Like, take a couple of those obscure Transformers that never had episodes, like Skids, and throw him in an episode or something like that. You know?
0: Yeah. the, the one okay, so we I think it was Marty and I were talking about this the other day. Um, the the cartoon, the one cartoon that I would love for them to do a remake, um, and and they could do it because it I think it was only on for one season, is Silverhawks, and yeah. I I would love it I would love it to be in a like, I mean even if it was the older animation style I didn't mind it it was I thought it was good, but if they made it a little sleeker like in an anime style and kind of like we talked about I mean you know I'm you know way older now and I think it'd be cool if it was a little bit more edgy because one of the best yeah. episodes I think was the last episode where they brought in a a new Silverhawk and it turned out when they brought him in all the other Silverhawks were dead and through some kind of whatever and he he was able to time travel and he went back to the that the moment where they essentially which essentially led to their death and saved them all, but it was kind of a, I mean, it got kind of dark as far as that goes because they had the I can't, and I can't remember the leader of them, uh, the guy the he had the golden head and
3: oh that old detective looking guy yeah
0: because there was an episode stargazer reaction. yeah yeah
1: Dude, Man or stargazer
0: yeah he like he was all old in the in this episode he was all old and grizzled and just battered and and just looked terrible so it was just again it was a darker take on it. Um, but I think if they were to, you know, it's, I would never want to see Silverhawks live action. So if, if for some reason some weirdos listening to this was like, we should do a live act, don't do a live action. Give it, give the rights to, you know, again, give it to Netflix or give it to somebody. You know, get the artist to do Castlevania or something, and just and go to town with it and have a good time because I think it would be f- a fantastic show. Yes, I understand that the physics of being able to breathe in outer space is false but we can suspend reality or they can you know do a little blurb where they explain why they that is a thing maybe in that part of the galaxy there's oxygen everywhere i don't know
1: okay i'm sorry if if, if someone's gonna bring that up as a downfall or anything it's like you can never watch another movie ever again yeah because every movie you have to do that
0: yeah so so let's quit let's let's talk really quick about um remakes that have been done okay because there's a lot of them like, there's to. quite well no 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 we could talk. let no, no no we could i mean we could talk about good ones and we don't have to go into too much detail but like the good and bad of it as far as that goes so does anybody have anything they want to jump off, jump off with this or do you want me to t- take the reins on this one to start
2: so first of all a lot of the shows i watched as a kid you can't talk about half the stuff they talked about um why, why is that? What
0: specifically can you not talk because about?
2: Because every everything has to be it has to be politically correct. You can't make any you know jokes about no anything. Yeah, you can't have any like you know. There are so many shows I watched as a kid. You know, getting into like the nineties, where I don't know where my parents were, right. for them wa- letting me watch that. Rocco's Modern Life. Does anybody nope. remember that? Oh, oh my yeah. gosh. There were so many things in that show that were so wrong. And I remember and my parents being in the room with me, and they didn't act like anything was wrong either. Looking back, I won't let Isn't my kids watch working,
1: that. He's working in an adult call center? Yes.
2: yes. Um, his, his, um, <laughs> yeah. his, his friend, um, who is a male Heifer? horse named Heifer, which is a name for a girl horse, works yeah. at the Choky Chicken... I'm like, there are so many things. You can't do that now.
1: Yep. Like, I mean, yeah, you can. <laughs> Let's be honest. You can, but, it, you you can't, can't, but it's, it's called adult story. It has to be for
2: the adult. So that's where, like, yes, you can You can try to remake these things, but half the story is going to be lost because of some of the things that you can't talk about. There,
0: there's, There's a lot of truth to that. And, you know, we definitely grew up in a time where, I'm not saying we could say anything we wanted to say, but there definitely was um, a lot less sensitivity to whatever those topics may be. But I am gonna, I am gonna give an example of a good, in my opinion, a good remake or reimagining or whatever, and that's Ducktales. They have done, if you haven't watched it, they've done a phenomenal job with that because it kind of goes along with what we said. It's you know, you can watch the episodes individually, so like you know, kiddos can watch them, and they'll really enjoy them because they're fun, right? They they have their silly story or whatever their thing is, but there is a plot line that continues from episode to episode of things that that uh, eventually uh, uh, have like an endpoint storyline and it's pretty phenomenal and i'm not going to say a whole lot about it because i don't want to cuz this it is within the 2 year spoiler, you know, rule that we have um, but it's definitely awesome. I mean the the David Tennant voices Scrooge McDuck which is kind of awesome and they've just done a phenomenal job of re it's not even a reimagining. It's it's the same story but there's just actually major plot line and at times it does address uh, some some i won't say I won't say sad. I mean no, it's it is sad. It it addresses issues that like there are that possibly, you know, kids have to deal with like the loss of a parent or the loss of both parents or things like that and they do a great job with it. It's it's fantastic. I don't mind my daughter watching it. I'll watch it with her. I've seen probably half the episodes because they're they're pretty phenomenal. So that's that's my take on that.
1: That's a good one. Yeah, see, um, so they're not and, all bad guys. No, they're not. They're not.
0: Most of them um, are. Most of them are, t- are yeah. hot
1: garbage. <laughs> yeah. Well, we we also mentioned uh, the Thundercats remake. I thought that was that was well done. It was decent. Uh, yeah. I yeah. Did, I, did, I didn't get through all of it. Um, time constraints and just other things popped up.
0: He Man um, wasn't too bad either. It wasn't great. but I It wasn't too bad. Didn't get to see that one. The the origin stories of Skeletor were kind of awesome. But um, okay. So that so it was it was neat. You know they they did an okay job with that.
1: Yeah. Um, I just started watching, which is brand new. I think it's only a couple weeks old, but the reintroduction of Animaniacs.
0: <sighs> I'm out.
1: Uh,
3: Shutting
0: it, this it, podcast de- down. <laughs> <laughs> Click.
3: You have you have hit That one I forgot.
0: Yeah, I hate Animaniacs, and and yeah, nope, nope, nope. Don't care. So. And it's okay, yeah, they, guys. They, they, so you they, can watch whatever you want, and you can disagree yeah. with me.
1: Okay. Oh, I enjoyed the first one, but I think I enjoyed more of it for like the thinking mm-hmm. the Brain. I, I did like Pinky the, and the, the Brain, and
0: that was yeah. probably it. Although my sister and I still do the chicken boo thing once in a while. It's just stupid. But no. not been a big slap, fan a so Slappy, of slappy new, Squirrel I hated. You know, yeah, I did, I'm just not a big fan. Not a big fan. I wasn't a big fan of Tiny Toon Adventures either. Just throwing that out there.
2: I, I absolutely really love Tiny Toon Adventures. Yeah. And
0: you're, again, the the younger lass in this group. So by
2: a couple a couple years. By,
0: like, 17 years.
2: Oh, it is not 17 years. <laughs> so,
1: Matt, would you turn 52?
0: Hey, I, I, right now I feel like I'm 52.
1: Well, yeah, we all know. I, um, I like Tiny Toon Adventures, but,
0: you know. It, it, I'm just and again, I'm not. It was goofy. And again, I've, I've said this about just about everything. If you like something that I don't, I'm totally cool with it. Like, just don't. Don't try to make me watch something if I definitely don't like oh, it. Oh no, 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 no. <laughs> that's yeah. that's my thing. So yeah, go for it. You won't, but you won't convince me I, to watch the it, new tiny, the new uh, anime. No, works.
1: well, I've I've gotten like three or four episodes, and I think I'm already done. So <laughs> nice, <laughs> yeah.
3: I do finally have an idea for a quote-unquote remake.
0: Oh, I... reluctantly,
1: here comes. Yeah, watch the popples redone.
2: Ooh, popples. The popples. <laughs> yes, oh, yeah, I, I forgot about popples. Sorry, I got excited
1: Jeff. for a
3: second. Go for it, Marty. A Justice League. If you compare it versus Super Friends, especially when you get to— Oh,
0: okay. I'm gonna give you that. I'll give you that.
3: So that—that's my comparison. Yeah. So that's—that's that's one update that was actually really good. I know it's a special circumstance. Yeah. But um, I guess the only other case where I really would accept a remake was if you have a show. That truly doesn't hold up when you watch it again, and let's face it, Silverhawks falls into that category.
0: Shut your dirty mouth.
3: <laughs> so why do you have to,
0: why are you, why are you singling out Silverhawks out of all
1: things right now? You popped it in the VCR one day and it just didn't work. Oh my gosh! Well, that's the VCR's fault. Sorry, it has nothing mm. to do with the cartoon that you're trying to watch. Marty and I, Marty and I,
0: I'm I'm going to declare vendetta. On you pretty here soon, pretty Canley. Canley is declared on your house.
3: Tell you what I'm kidding, it's not a
0: it's not a Canley worthy thing.
3: Why don't you guys give me an example of a show that you used to think you liked that just doesn't
1: hold up now? Dinosaurs.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Although that ended so dark.
1: No, it's got a fantastic ending, but when you try to go back and watch it now, it's it's
0: no, yeah, not yeah. the mama. I'm I'm out.
1: Yeah, you're right. That yeah. is a, that yep. is a yeah.
0: It's not a cartoon, but it's it's in the No, it's he a did ask for a cartoon,
1: he just said a show. Yeah, he yeah. did. You but did. it's the same thing, yeah. Yeah.
0: Bewitched, what do you got? I see you shaking your head over there.
2: No, I, I completely forgot about dinosaurs just like I think everybody forgot about <laughs> dinosaurs. Yep. yep. But I remember watching it every time it was on.
1: Dude, it was I think it was at the start of T G. I Friday. T TGI, J T J I F. F.
2: Yeah. So. Probably probably. Um, I You mentioned, mentioned Popples, and Popples is one of those other ones where I don't think I ever actually watched the show, but I had the toys, and they were my favorite toys ever.
0: Well, they were awesome. They folded in on themselves.
2: They ah, did. They were great. Well, okay. And they changed colors. The
0: name. Do you remember Popple Talk? <laughs> Popple Talk? No. You basically change. I'm not even joking, you changed the first letter of every word to, with a P sound?
2: No, I don't know that at all. I expect
0: you to uh, learn that immediately and then recite the Star-Spangled Banner. Okay, so
1: um, <laughs> after you after you watch all of the new Animaniacs, I'll get on that.
0: You know, I for that <laughs> I would I would do it. For that I would do it. I, I would do a report on it. I would write a fifteen-page like essay on it just so I could see that.
1: That would just be so awesome. So you can see bewitched recite the.
2: Absol- uh, I'll do it. <laughs> I will do it. Oh no! I'm, dang it. Let me write this down. No, be dang, be dang! it. long gone. Oh. No.
0: <laughs> All right,
1: Popple. Let me write this down. Oh man. Fifteen-page report on the brand new Animaniacs TV series. Hey, I didn't say that.
0: I, I didn't say that. I was gonna say the Animaniacs really, 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 yeah. And then just have For 15, fifteen pages, pages at uh, copy paste, copy paste, copy paste. Yeah, it's yeah, exponential. Yeah,
1: no. Handwritten. We only take handwritten.
0: Oh, in that case, I'll write really big. You have, you have to sing it. A,
3: too. Okay. I got another one that doesn't that doesn't hold up when you watch it today. What's that? You might have... Captain and the Game Master.
0: Yeah, that was oh, rough. That was pretty. <laughs> that terrible. is really rough.
2: Yeah. Oh, you
0: know another one. Actually, here's another one. And 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 if you disagree, it's okay. Dungeons and Dragons. I can't watch that man. Oh, it's bad. I no no. I don't no, know no. if it was we're, really rem- oh, that No, I thought we were talking about just holding up.
1: Yeah, you are talking about ones that you used to watch as a child. Yeah, and then I can't. Back and just, I yeah.
0: loved it because I didn't get to see it very often. I saw like maybe two episodes, but I loved them because it's it's you know it's different. It's drag, you know, uh, orcs and yeah. dragons and magic and whatever. I tried to watch it again, and oh, it was off.
3: Hey, here's yeah, a, here's guys. Most disturbing scene you've ever seen in an '80s '90s kid show.
0: Look, it should all be the same for all of us. Duke taking the uh, Cobra to the chest because yeah. he he took the he took the Cobra to the chest to save uh, Falcon. Was it Falcon? I believe it was to save Falcon, and the whole thing where he's like, Ugh, you know, and like blood actually comes out like that never happened in GI Joe. And then as he's essentially dying, he's like, "Yo, Joe!" Boom, and you're like, "They just killed Duke."
2: What is wrong
1: with you? Yeah, I don't, know. I don't remember any cartoons jumping <laughs> really out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. well, you
2: know. I, I, I didn't know. really watch any disturbing cartoons. You just talked about like I, watching one.
3: I have two examples for you guys. All right.
2: Well, now I'm confused. Which one did I watch that was disturbing? You're talking disturbing?
3: about some adult one or something that was
1: talking about heifers. Oh,
2: no. It, but oh, I didn't realize that was much older. Okay,
1: fair and enough. And it definitely didn't disturb her because, look, she's a perfectly well-adjusted person today.
2: Uh... Yes. Yes, I am.
0: Disagree. Check. <laughs> Marty, what do you got?
3: Sorry, Marty. They both share the same theme. There were two episodes out there that involved on-screen drug use, where a, one of which a character died. The first example was in Brave Star. Oh. There was one episode where a kid was taking this hallucinogenic uh, drug called spin and actually winds up dying at the end of the episode. You see his dead hand on screen. Kind of dark.
1: Yeah, I would say so, yeah.
3: The other one was on an episode of Cops.
1: uh, There was an animated cop show, yeah.
3: Yes, there was an animated cop show. (laughs) Bad boys. And there uh, there was an episode where the bad guy was a guy called the dictum, and there was a new designer drug called Crystal Twist. And the bad guys, the crooks, were out stealing a uh, artifact from a uh, shipment, and one of the criminals actually accidentally fell inside of a crate containing all the guys' drugs. Basically, what it would do is you stick it on your head, and you would twist it, and you would absorb it. Mm-hmm. So basically, it's like, you ever see uh, that... That episode of Slappers in, the, in Batman Beyond.
0: Yeah. Yep.
3: It's like falling into a box full of that.
0: That's awful. Did the guy and the guy died, or did he just?
3: Oh, uh, it was the late eighties. They didn't die yet.
0: Nice. Fair enough.
3: <laughs> they didn't in brave, brave Star, but not that particular show. But yeah, Cops was a real show. That's awesome. action figure too.
0: Yeah. All right, so I mean we we've pretty much covered a lot of uh, a lot of topics tonight, which is awesome. Um, so in closing, why don't? Because we talked about favorites and this, that, the other thing. Um, now we understand that shows didn't hold up and this and that, but is there a definitive show that you believe that pretty much everybody in the audience should and or with us here now should watch? Had have they not watched it before? Sorry, I generally yeah.
1: say go back, yeah, go back and pick up Danger Mouse. Um, they're an easy cartoon to get into. It doesn't really have an overall arc, but each episode is, I, fantastically written. Um, the art is that older, you know, British style cartoony art. So it's if you ever watch the Monty Python Flying Circus, the 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 stuff they put in between skits, it's got a lot of that kind of feel to it. Um, That's
0: awesome. Yeah, I would so, agree with that. That's a good one.
1: Yeah, and then of course after that you can pick up the 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 new. Reboot, which of is it not bad it, it,
0: that's another one no, that's really yeah. good actually
1: yep um it's a lot slicker on the animation but i think there's something about the original one that's just kind of has if you're into british comedy i think you'll you'll enjoy the original run of danger mouse nice all right bewitched rainbow so bright.
2: i know <laughs> rainbow bright yes absolutely um but as an adult I would say go back and watch Rocco's Modern Life because it's hilarious. Um,
1: <laughs> they rebooted that one as well.
2: Oh, they did! Oh, I'm Yes, they did.
1: That one. I to oh my say gosh. it on HBO, but yes. Okay, HBO.
2: I don't. I, I don't have. I don't have HBO. But yeah, I, I. I think it's.
1: up have to relook, but yeah, they, they did redo it.
2: Um, Ducktales.
1: Yeah. I have old, to watch Ducktales.
0: Old and new, honestly.
2: Old and well, yeah. I know my kids watch all of them, so ducktales definitely um yeah those are kind of my, my big ones i guess rainbow cool. bright
0: rainbow bright for sure yeah i'll <laughs> so get right not on that after i watch anime how many episodes of animaniacs are there i need to oh. know what i'm getting <laughs> no, no, no 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 we said the new show the new
1: show Oh well, oh. you have to go ways to go because they're not done. They're in like no. the middle of hundred and twenty-four <laughs> episodes. Yeah, no, they just no, released. No, 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 no,
0: Okay, so what did it? Is, what did What? How many are there now? How many are there right
1: now? Oh, uh, there's probably I don't know, thirty or forty. What? Oh my god! I don't know. <laughs> Hang on.
0: Because I, yes, I was I was thinking are. about doing this and making her sing the Star-Spangled Banner and Popple talk on New Year's. <laughs> oh. <laughs> on New Year's,
2: I have to learn by New Year's. Okay
0: we we'll, are going to try we're going to try for this <laughs> it's going to be a, interesting
2: if, okay as we find there out we
1: go. it has 13 episodes 13 okay i'm yep. writing that down 42 42 he segments. doesn't want to
2: watch he doesn't watch any more than he absolutely has to
1: oh, cuz i hate it but, is I, but still, this is worth it it's still six and a half hours worth of <sighs> watching 24 to 27 oh minutes apiece. Oh my piece. gosh, this is gonna be. And terrible. they're on Hulu, so. It's on Hulu. It, yep, you have access to it, so.
0: I know I do, but that's okay.
1: Great. Yeah.
0: Yay! Yeah. Yeah, we're gonna do this. All right, so, <laughs> <laughs> so Marty, what do you got for for shows that people should that were a ways ago, but people should give them a shot today? Maybe maybe breathe some new life into it.
3: Well, I really struggled with this because. Kids today don't even like cartoons all that much, from what I've seen. Um, there's, I, are you the my,
0: my daughter's sure. Godfather? I'm just.
3: <laughs> well, yeah, I, I see. I hear what you're saying, but I'm telling you, a lot of kids are more interested in some of the obscure YouTube stuff that's out there right now. They they yeah. tend to enjoy that more than traditional animation. But if I had to like recommend something that you, that you absolutely should watch. I'm going to go with Muppet Babies.
0: Good call. Excellent call.
3: Yeah, very so, good call.
0: Yeah, that's perfect.
3: Because it appeals to the young. It appeals to the old. The, the plots actually, adults can get it.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's a good, I mean, yeah, that's definitely a good call. I've I've ha- actually watched some of the new ones, and they're okay. You know, it is what it is. Um, So <laughs> this I'm going to catch flack for this one. Um the the show that I think that everybody should watch now. When I say everybody, I'm talking about kids, right? Like at least in this case, um, is is the original Magic School Bus, because yes. they had a lot of great episodes. Where I because I, I recently watched some of them with my daughter. You know, because I'm like, man, we I'm not gonna watch any of this this garbage that's just silly and has no purpose like let's watch something that has a little bit of you know knowledge dropped and it's really good. I I remember watching it a little bit when I was a kid but it's it was very well done and yeah, I would definitely do it. And and just as a fan theory just so you realize uh those kids grow up to be the kids in Captain Planet. Look it up sometime. It's holy. Yep, it's hilarious. Yeah.
1: Is that real? No. <laughs> it's a it, if you take the kids from the school bus and line them up in the same order as the kids from Captain Planet. It they could be the childhood version of the teenagers from. The yeah,
0: it's pretty shocking.
1: It would that surprise me if that was the case?
0: Wouldn't that be awesome if they did that? Oh, that'd yeah. be
3: great. So but, you know, I, I'll, I'll tell you. I'll say this though, I'm not. I'm not knocking your choice of Magic School Bus. The problem with me watching something like that back in the day is I just couldn't. If you're going to give me an educational program, it has to be more subtle than that. When I, when I hear it,
1: just, just not going you to learn. Just not going to learn. Sneak it in. Yeah, <laughs> sneak it in back, back way. Learning stuff.
0: In closing here, I kind of wanted to take a second. I saw this um, on the Book of Faces the other day um, that a particular voice actor just passed away. Um, that being, uh, and I may say this name wrong, probably not, but uh, David Hemblin. Uh, passed away he was the voice of magneto from the x-men animated series and you know in in past podcasts we talked about definitive voice acting um like when i read comics that's the voice i hear right i don't hear any of the recent stuff that is the voice i hear just like um the the voice of apocalypse from the animated series when i'm reading the comics that's the voice i hear in my head Or we've talked about the Joker being uh, Mark Hamill, you know, or. um, uh, Yeah, yeah, exactly. So um, so I just wanted to, you know, give a give a shout out to him for for forever being the uh, voice of Magneto uh, in in at least my head. And you should all actually see some of his work because he's a you know, it's just it's it's a pretty cool. He lived a long life, but still kind of a you know it's one of those gut checks once in a while when you when you're like wow that was that guy like that's that I sucks think ba- I,
3: I think he was the bad guy from Captain Power too or dread yeah
0: I he mean, was. Yeah. The, the, yeah and I mean he's a lot of these voice actors have really really long lists of stuff and and this could be a, another topic for another day so so yeah in closing we'll go ahead and do plugs here so starting with greatest who's not gonna have any what do you want to plug nope Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay, so no plugs for Radius. Nope, sorry, not you yet. Wished, any plugs?
2: I do not have any.
0: Okay, Mad Marty, plug your stuff.
3: Well, um, it's kind of relevant to uh, the show topic today, but I've been doing more casual gamer reviews on my YouTube channel, Mad Respect TV. Just, uh, I did a couple, I did a review on the old Transform, the, Transformer game, Devastation, fairly recently. Which is a again, that I
0: game. Do, it was a lot of fun.
3: Yeah, it was. It, so again, that's another game where we had the original voice actors. So my childhood was complete from that. <laughs> I also I also did a review on the Mad Max video game recently, as well. And I'm getting ready to do XCOM 2 probably in the next day or two. Nice, uh, good one bug, Yeah, one other plug I'd like to make is just to Omni Lucid Media. Our buddy Ryan, he's still getting ready his uh, board game, Dracar. I join their podcast, or their broadcast, every now and then on YouTube. And I ask them a couple questions to see how their game's coming along. It's coming a little bit slower than uh, uh, they would probably like, but it's solid work. So I'm really looking forward to seeing that out in public. Very cool. Game.
0: So uh, for me, uh, I'll do my normal ones. Um, so check out... Uh, Cataclysm Games and Collectibles is the actual full title of their business. That's out in McChesney. Um, they have minis, they have RPG stuff, they have um, uh, board games, uh, which we you know we are all avid board gamers and we love it. Um, very affordable, very nice people, very clean shop. So very cool place to go. Um, also, uh, we call it T is Y. Tomorrow's yesterday, but. Uh, top cut comics in loves park that's another place a great group of people super nice the whenever i go in there uh, with my daughter and and uh, if she's earned a pack of pokemon cards they're always like super friendly and like like they give her they give her little promos and they just make her day and they just they're just great people um as far as podcasts go uh saturday night freak show uh it's colin and the gang uh they could pick a movie round robin and review it um every saturday so give them a shot they're they are pretty legit i've learned a lot about a lot of movies that i didn't know about before which is cool and then in in final uh we'll we've got uh, our good friend raven johnson at retro 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 all three retros okay um they do retro topics uh movies toys everything i've been on that podcast a couple of times it's been a little while but um, really great guy and a great artist, actually. So um, check them out. And so, I, in closing here, uh, I'd like to thank my guests. Uh, of course, we got Raydas here. Thank you, Radis for joining us. Thank you for having
1: me, as usual.
0: Yep, and Mad Marty. Yeah, it's been fun. <laughs> and then, uh, and and in final in finality, Bewitched. Who again? We will definitely be trying to figure out what her permanent name is here before too long. So Bewitched, thanks for joining us.
2: Thank you again for having me.
0: All right, and this has been the Game Files Podcast. Thanks, everybody. Take care.
2: Peace.
3: When you sought my help, you said nothing about this madness. You spoke of creating an alternate future in which mutants would rule,
2: as I have always dreamed. And you were fool enough to believe me.
1: Strike him down, my horseman. <laughs>